Adults $12, students with ID 8 and free for five and under. Save $2 buying advanced tickets at Boot Barn and Easley, Grady's Outdoors in Anderson, or Rabbit Box Feed Store in Central. Sponsored by Boot Barn and Cooper Motor Company. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. <laughs> All right, second hour of the show begins right now, back at 105.5 The Roar. Daniel Shirley joins us coming up in about 20 minutes, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. Uh, actually in town today covering the Southern Conference Baseball Tournament over in Greenville. We look forward to catching up with him. Talk more college football with D. Shizzle as opposed to Mercer Baseball. I think he'll be okay with that. I think he'll also be okay with the fact that your Atlanta Braves have won seven of their last ten. Just three games below 500, in command of second place in the National League East. Oh yeah, in total command of second place in the National League East, and in control of their postseason destiny. If you know anything about the National League East, you know why I'm laughing. <laughs> it stinks. Uh, yeah. At one point, about a week ago, the three teams with the lowest number of wins in Major League Baseball all resided in the NL East. Three of them. It was like Florida. It was Miami, Atlanta, and Philadelphia. But still, they're ahead of the Mets. They're trailing Washington. They just took a series against the Nats. I know. They had to, uh, and and last night had a long rain delay. Got over two in the morning. Two in the morning. uh, Had a walk-off win. In that one, you so. sound so bored with the Braves. Oh no, I'm not. You I, sound bored. I'm not. I'm not bored. I'm just. I, I'm not going to get sucked into believing that I this will. could be the year. I totally yeah, will. Yeah. I, 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 I'm no, leaving. this could be the year they go 500. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, they're this, not going to the playoffs. This is our year, right? 81 and 81. Like that should be the goal. They should have 81 written on their T-shirts underneath their jerseys. I'll give you this. 43 games in and they're only three games under 500 if if you would have asked me at the beginning of the season what they would be after 43 games i'd say oh they're they're 10 games 10 or 13 games Andy. yes yeah, they're under i mean they they had the worst record in baseball just a uh just a couple of weeks ago yeah so i'll give them that you know a little bit of a little bit a little bit of credit but they're they're not catching the they're not catching the Nationals. Only six and a half games back. We'll see what happens. We'll talk with Daniel Shirley about that. Also mentioned some Clemson football topics with our good friend, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. Your phone call is coming up right now, 654-ROAR. Amy has waited patiently during our last break. Amy, good afternoon. Hey. Hey, Amy. Listen, I, I have to chime in. I just moved to Clemson literally two days ago from the coast, Bluffton Hilton Head area. My daughter, my oldest daughter, bless her heart, married a Georgia fanatic. Mm. He loves Dabo. He hates us for loving Dabo (laughs) and having Dabo. Okay, whoever the guy was, I missed the conversation. I caught your part of it. He needs to turn in his orange or whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm a nurse. I need to know his name because if he falls out on the sidewalk, I'm probably going to step over him. <laughs> I don't know. Okay? I, I don't get it. Uh, you know, I don't know. That I just had to chime in. I never call a radio station, but that is absurd. And after I finished laughing, 
Yes. Okay. I, I don't even get it. So. Amy, we appreciate it. Yes, we appreciate you. Thank you for calling in. And you can stay in touch with us as well, Amy. We appreciate that, too. I sure will. With topics like that, how can I not? Thank you very much. And uh, be safe out there. Amy, check it in. (laughs) Amy's as flustered as you are by that. Well, I mean... you know, I didn't mean for that to be a thing. I was just making a. You just mentioned it very casually, and not everybody likes Monty Lee, right? And shockingly, not everybody likes Dabo Sweeney, right? Well, it, I mean, it proves the following point: you can't make everybody happy a hundred percent of the time. You can't please all the people all the time. It's just, it's just the nature of of human beings. That's just how we are. You know, we're so critical by nature, myself included. Here, I'm a very critical person. That's that's how I am. That uh, even when things are darn near perfect, there's always something for somebody out there to quibble about. Mm-hmm. True. And, and I'll just tell you, we've had two callers during the break who had encountered the same thing. Neither wanted to come on the air. But they, too, knew people who weren't huge fans. And the the common theme tends to be folks who have... Uh, very different religious opinions and views. So you're an atheist. Not, not, not possibly, but not nece- not necessarily. Right. You know, I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but that in the three conversations I just had, that that is the that was the common theme, and that's been my experience. So I, you know, that at least makes it a little more understandable. If you're, I, I, you know, I just like you and I probably know people who just don't like somebody because they're a Republican or a Democrat. Yes. You know? <laughs> what are you people thinking? Same kind of thing. Yeah. So that's that's the reason. All right, so on some level, that's semi-understandable, right? Semi-understandable that you just, you, you don't see eye to eye on uh, in that space. I, I get that, I suppose. And maybe that'll shut me up for two and a half seconds. Daniel Shirley, join us coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. We remind you our second hour presented by our good friends at ZipRecruiter. Online at ZipRecruiter.com. You can post your job opening to 100 plus job sites with one click. You people know the drill. Their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your opening. And that's what makes ZipRecruiter so different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. And in fact, over 80% of the jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. No juggling emails, no calls to the office, screen rate, manage all the candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter's been used by businesses of all sizes nationwide. And right now, our listeners, of course, can start forming their own winning team on ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash ROI. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Roy. ZipRecruiter.com slash Roy. Try for free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash R-O-Y. We appreciate our fine sponsors at ZipRecruiter.com. Your phone call is coming up right now. School uh, Schoolboyish Tiger joins us next. Uh, Tiger, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Um, I, I found out through my journey through life and business and just everything. I mean, as far as one saying they don't like Davo, well, 
I'm I'm as astonished as you are. Shocking just to hear it the first time, right? And and you've been around the block a time or two. You you recognize a good dude when you see one, don't you? Of course. I recognized it before he was uh ever even talked about being the head coach. Yeah. A lot of people did over there. When you bringing in uh five-star recruits as just a position coach, uh, that pretty much tells the story. Tiger, I think we're losing reception. We appreciate the phone call. We get the gist of it. You think about what he did as an assistant. I think he shocked everybody on the planet when C.J. Spiller signed here, and he pulled him out of Florida, away from Florida and Florida State. In the heart of Seminole and Gator country, C.J. Spiller, before Clemson was Clemson, inks with the orange and white, and it was all because of what Dabo did, working behind the scenes and building relationships and pulling off the unthinkable. That was the precursor to everything that we've seen here in the last 10 years. 654 roars a phone number. Daniel Shirley coming up in our next segment. Some more Clemson baseball later on. NBA playoffs last night. Cleveland now leads Boston three games to one. Golden State awaits the winner of that series. Of course, it will be the Cavaliers. If you want to talk about that, give us a buzz. Why not? Aaron joins us next on the phones. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Roy. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Yeah, I was just calling. I was just telling Ben. I feel like that uh, you being the NBA fan that you are, I could call and get your opinion on on the playoffs. Certainly. uh, I know, unfortunately, you're a Dallas Maverick fan, but but that's okay. I won't hold a grudge too much. <laughs> um, I was just going to ask, what what do you think would take it would take to make the NBA competitive again? I know we would sit around and wait for the finals here. It seems like for the last three, four, five years now, to actually make the playoffs a little bit more competitive. Playoffs this year have been disappointing, and Aaron will address it for you offline. You stay in touch as well. I love talking to NBA fans like myself. I want to believe this is more of a one- or two-year deal as opposed to some kind of epidemic sweeping the NBA right now. These playoffs, admittedly, have not been as competitive as what I would have thought. Now, we all expect the Golden State and Cleveland to roar to the NBA Finals. Golden State's the only team in the history of the NBA to ro- to get through uh, the, 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 the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals of the conference undefeated, to, a, to arrive at the NBA Finals undefeated in, in the playoffs. So, I mean, the Western Conference, by default, hasn't been competitive just because of that. But even the other series, the fringe series, haven't been as good as what I would have thought. And, and Cleveland came dangerously close last night in about three quarters to, to maybe having that series be evened up. and Nobody saw that coming, but it didn't happen. And they now hold that commanding three games to one lead, uh, as we expected. So even that series, I, I, I think, has been disappointing. And Cleveland's romp through the Eastern Conference has been uh, almost as impressive as Golden State's. In the era of the super team, Ben, this may be something that we have to contend with a little bit more than I want to admit. And yeah. I mean, I, you got Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson all on one team. How is anybody out West going to deal with that? I mean, you got to have another super team to be able to just hang with that super team. In Cleveland, which kind of has its own super team, and if you watched Kyrie Irving last night, Kyrie Irving turned into Michael Jordan last night in that game. I mean, if you don't have him on the court, not only do you lose to Boston, you get embarrassed, and we're all bashing LeBron again. 
It didn't happen because of Kyrie, who went for a playoff high, 41, 42 points, and he was magnificent. So you got Kyrie, you got LeBron, you got Kevin Love, and then J.R. Smith and all these fringe role players. The NBA Finals, I hope, make us forget how dreadful these playoffs have been. He wanted to know, Aaron wanted to know, what will make the NBA more competitive? I, I suppose disbanding of the super team or just having the Cavaliers age a little bit more, which is happening, or if you lost a piece from Golden State. You know, Kawhi Leonard, that injury and Tony Parker's injury prevented us, I think, from having a much more competitive Western Conference Finals. That was a bit unfortunate. So that was part of it, too, is San Antonio. We, we kind of thought that they were built to at least win a couple of games from Golden State, right? And so the injuries hurt them. Right. Um, when you knew, as soon as, the, as soon as the championship was over last year, as soon as the finals were over last year, the consensus was the same two teams were going to be back right. next year. We and, that was, that. and that was before Kevin Durant was added to Golden State. Ooh, yes. <clears throat> so when you go through an entire regular season and then a long playoffs, and you already know who the final two teams are going to be, then really, what is the interest level? Well, well, how does that change, though? Let's answer Aaron's well, question. How does that change? I was just thinking, if if you did not have Golden State and the and Cleveland in the league right now, what would the playoffs have looked like? It would have been much more competitive. I mean, you would have had, but then you but then you have teams like Toronto and San Antonio and uh, and and Boston that are Houston that are that are contending like you yawned when I just mentioned I, I hate the Raptors and the Rockets just get rid of those two organizations but, I can't stand but them. I mean those are the next best four teams now Ugh. now in the east Puke. Boston's going to continue to get better and I think Boston could make a major play in the offseason to get better all right now we're getting somewhere and so in the east I think there will be another another competitor all right, so, there. All right, so think about this. Celtics have the number one overall pick. Mm -hmm. Out west, the Clippers, with DeAndre Jordan and Chris Paul, CP3, they are basically entering free agency. If one or both of those players ends up, let's say, in San Antonio, and Kawhi Leonard is healthy, that creates another semi-super team to try to contend with mm -hmm. Golden State. Now, is that club better than Golden State? Probably not, but is that a team that can steal a couple of games and make a seven-game series compelling? Absolutely. So, this year, injuries, you know, Isaiah Thomas going out for the Celtics probably didn't help either. But Boston, San Antonio, those could be two organizations in the years to come that create more of a competitive balance. I, I like the Milwaukee Bucks. I like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Younger teams that I believe will be well-coached and have a certain degree of talent, they could be X-factors, let's say, in the next two to three seasons where they sneak up and win 50 games and do some things. Portland, I, I've always liked Damian Leonard, uh, Lillard and, and uh, uh, C.J. McCollum. They, they have a backcourt that's young, dynamic, emerging. If they got another piece or two, I, you know, they could be somebody – that maybe steals a couple of headlines. I don't believe in Toronto. DeMar DeRozan, I think, stinks. He's the most overrated player in the NBA today with his buddy Kyle Lowry in the backcourt. I'm not a believer. I feel the same way about the Houston Rockets. They're playing garbage basketball. They stand around. They watch James Harden. They junk up threes. It is a complete and total joke. And, and really, that whole deal needs to go away because I don't want that mucking up the rest of the league. But the other quality organizations who will have a chance in the coming seasons Portland, 
Whoever wins the CP3 DeAndre Jordan sweepstakes, maybe San Antonio, Boston, who has the number one pick in the draft, Minnesota, Milwaukee. I, there, there's, there's things there that you can build around to where you could try to take down Cleveland or Golden State before the end of this decade. But, I mean, those two teams, they, they look locked in, too, now. They And as non-competitive as the playoffs have been, the hope is that the, the NBA Finals end up being legendary. And, and I, look, they may not be. Maybe Golden State runs Cleveland off the court. If that's the case, then we got a whole nother deal to work through. But I'm hoping the finals are going to be something that we're talking about like for a long period of time, the way that we did last year's Game 7 for a long period of time. Right now, it doesn't feel like that will, that'll be the case, but uh, but I don't expect a I don't expect a sweep either, and, and some people are calling. Hey, some people think Golden State are going is going to just sweep through the playoffs. Well, I mean, I, I, the finals. well, man, man, can that happen? No. <laughs> can that happen? I, I I don't expect an overall competitive finals. I you know I, I at times it may look that way. Uh, I was thinking about this. I kind of expect the finals to look a lot like the Cleveland Boston series is looking right now. It's just that Cleveland is going to be Boston in this case where they probably get blown out a couple of times and then they win one that shocks everybody. And, you know, it ends up being a four to one or four to two kind of a, I kind of think it's going to be a four to two, four to kind of a, kind of a series. Yeah. But, um, I, I think you. The one thing that you can't assume too is that everybody that Golden State is going to keep that roster together. Now I think they're going to keep the main pieces together. Well, those are nasty pieces. They are, but their role players. I mean, they they already gave up role players last year, and now they have other guys who could be superstars on other teams, and they're they're you know maybe start looking to see if the grass is greener on the other side. So they may not stay together, and then like you say, there are teams that are making moves, mainly Boston, I think is going to make a significant move to get better. So maybe that gap closes a little bit. On the text line, 986-1566, you think the Celtics are more competitive now in the series with Thomas injured means he's likely to be traded. Then the Celtics can take a younger, promising point guard and push for Gordon Hayward in the offseason. The popular consensus is, no, they wouldn't do that, but Isaiah Thomas's lack of size hurts him. So I, I do think that's a possibility. In the direction you can go there, you've got the number one pick in the draft. You can select Markel Fultz, who steps in and becomes a 6'5 distributor right away. And then you also try to make a play for a guy like Gordon Hayward, who's been rumored to be headed to Boston from Utah. And could he be part of the missing piece? If you had Fultz, Thomas, Hayward, Crowder, Horford, Bradley, that I mean, that's that's a more competitive team against Cleveland next year. With that point, LeBron's a year older. Who knows? I, I don't know you can get all those pieces on the same team. You may have to part ways with the number one pick to be able to get Gordon Hayward. So you got some things to work out there. And by the way, for the record, Thomas and Fultz have been in contact with each other. And Thomas has been more than willing to say, I could play alongside of Fultz in the backcourt, meaning they would share point guard duties or maybe Fultz shifts to a combo guard. I, I, I don't know how that would work. And, and honestly, that doesn't feel comfortable to me. But I'm drafting Markel Fultz, number one. I had his games a couple of times this year. I've talked to him many times, and I'm a huge fan. And I think you get a lot less drama and a more proven commodity in a weird way compared to Lonzo Ball and the stuff that he brings to the table with dear old dad. Daniel Shirley joins us next. We're back with much more here in Hour 2 after this. 
I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee. And remember, raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme donuts. Call Anderson and Spartanburg Krispy Kreme. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. This message is for mature audiences only. Because only a mature audience could appreciate the taste and variety you'll find at Ramcat Social House in Seneca on Ramcat Alley. From delicious steaks to seafood, farm fresh salads to homemade desserts, a quiet dinner or a night on the town. Ramcat Social House is no longer a best kept secret. Tim Moore invites you to Ramcat Social House for a truly remarkable dinner experience. Ramcat Social House, downtown Seneca on Ramcat Alley. Have you been in search for that perfect job opportunity? Well, look no further because Carolina Heating Service is currently looking for individuals to expand their team. Locally owned and operated for over 35 years, we specialize in generators, electrical services, residential light, commercial HVAC sales, service and installation, as well as geothermal systems. Top professional opportunities available anywhere from electricians, installers, service technicians, management, and customer service reps. Worried about benefits? Carolina Heating Service has you covered. Enjoy paid holidays and vacation days, a 401k, training programs, major insurance and full-time year-round stable work, as well as overtime opportunity. Basic qualifications include a drug test, background check and physical, as well as a valid driver's license. Other qualifications are subject to position applying for. The search could be over for you soon. Make that career leap. Apply now at carolinaheating.com and join our award-winning team. on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! Are your data limits limiting your human potential? Dreams buffering. Do slow networks make your soul feel sluggish? Megabyte molasses. With Simple Mobile, you get truly unlimited high-speed data for just 50 bucks a month. Bucks meaning dollars, not deal. If you want better wireless, the answer is simple. Simple Mobile. Available at Best Buy, Dollar General, Walgreens, and other national retailers. Video typically streams at DVD quality. A month equals 30 days. Please refer always to the latest terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com. You know, there's never been a better time to buy from George Coleman Ford, where cars cost less and travelers rest than right now. For example, a 2017 Fusion SC with six-speed auto and EcoBoost engine, 2515 MSRP, sale price at $2499 after a $2,500 rebate plus sales tax and tax. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford, serving you for over 85 years and four generations. It's George Coleman Ford for the ride of a lifetime. Includes $2,500 rebate. Mickey here. Let me tell you about our friends at Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Traditional carpet cleaners leave your carpet either soaking wet or it gets dirtier faster. Zero Res uses empowered water, so your carpets won't get stiff and crunchy, and with no residue, they'll stay cleaner longer. No toxic chemicals or detergents. Mention Mickey to get three rooms for $129 and a fourth room free. Online at ZeroResGreenville.com or call 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. Philpot on WCCP. Can't you see I'm working here? And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. 
the Celtics long term are very well positioned to deal with Cleveland. And it starts at the top with the general manager, Danny Ainge, who has been very crafty in stockpiling draft picks. And then it continues on down to Brad Stevens, who, again, if you're if you're paying attention like I told you to several weeks ago, and you watch when Boston has the basketball out of every single timeout, some's getting dialed up, and they may or may not score, but if they don't score, it's not because they haven't gotten a wide-open look at the basket, and usually something point-blank range that's right there. And Brad Stevens, who's generally known as one of the best in the business in the coaching world, is the reason why. I mean, did you see how stupid Tyron Lue was last night leaving LeBron James on the court in the first half with three personal fouls? You talk about rolling the dice, playing Russian roulette with your star. When Boston has established a 16-point second quarter lead, LeBron's on the court with three personal fouls and quickly picks up his fourth. Stupid. Trust me, the Cavaliers are, are winning and doing what they're doing in spite of what the great tactician is doing. Stevens is a much better coach than Tyron Lue ever thought about being or becoming or is or was, period. You got Ainge, you got Stevens, you've got that nucleus of talent, you've got the number one overall pick. I mean, you may end up making a bold move here or there to try to get something done to try to put you over the hump at some point, or you may not. And Ainge has kind of shown this unbelievable level of patience to build that roster and construct it the right way and not to mortgage the future on any one individual player. So if that's happening more, then at some point, Boston, I, I think, gets gets past the Cavaliers, I think. And you know how it works in the NBA playoffs, too. You kind of got to go through this whole growing up process as an organization where, you know, Cleveland had to kind of go through Detroit. And back in the day, the Bulls had to get past the Pistons. And the Pistons had to get past the Celtics. And out West, Portland never got past L.A. And then the Bulls took over in the 90s. And then the Rockets did it those two years when Michael Jordan retired. Then after that, the Jazz tried to get there, but the Lakers were there. I think Boston is too smart as an organization to become one of those stale franchises like the 1980 Atlanta Hawks, the 1990 Utah Jazz teams, or those other squads that kind of got there, but they couldn't get over the hump. And Boston will figure it out. It may take a couple of years, but they've got enough ammunition, I think, to where they can make a run at this thing for a sustained period of time. And they are very well coached. They play hard. And they play defense, which is something Cleveland has not done all year. Yeah, yes. They're, and, and I may be wrong about this, but I feel like defense falls primarily when it, when it's really bad. It falls on the on the coach's shoulders. I mean, Cleveland Cleveland couldn't defend me and you, Roy. They're and, and it's 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 not good. I mean, I at least in Miami they. LeBron and friends defended. Uh, Cleveland just bad, bad. We'll get to Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. He's in Greenville covering the uh, Southern Conference baseball tournament. Mercer's in town and, of course, hailing from Macon. 
Very important to cover the Bears program. Maybe a question or two surrounding what's going on over there. And he joins us right now on our guest lines, Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. My friend, hope you're doing well. How is life treating you right now in G Vegas? So far, so good. Uh, Mercer game has started. We haven't had any rain yet. So I think, although I think it's probably coming at about 1.30 or 2, but, or 2.30 or, or 3, I mean, sorry. So, uh, but I, hopefully we'll get this game in and, and stay on track as much as possible. Not knowing anything about Mercer baseball, are they decent this year? What's the lowdown? Yeah, really good team. You know, they had the player of the year in the in the country last year in Kyle Lewis, and everybody kind of assumed that they would, uh, you know, just kind of take a step back. But they won the SoCon for the third straight year as a regular season, and uh, they're trying to win the tournament for the second second year and second time in three years. So they've had a had a really really good year. Uh, they really were in control of the conference throughout the season, and and. Uh, They've got a really good team, so hopefully they can finish it off this week with a conference title. A lot of fun over there in that stadium, isn't it, Floor Field? I mean, they just it just feels like baseball. It feels like a great park over there. Yeah, I've been here once before as a fan. It's my first time covering covering a game, and actually my sons are here with me, and I told them as we were walking in, I said, man, well, I wish we had a minor league park in Macon. It just, it just feels different when you have a minor league park or something like that. And uh, We do have a minor league hockey team, but it just feels like, it just feels like there's something different about a town when you have a minor league baseball team and a minor league park and you can have events like this. I love this park. I love everything about minor league baseball. And I mean, I'm a big college baseball fan, so it, it, it kind of molds the two worlds together for me. Call me crazy, but I'm pretty sure, fairly certain, that that ballpark could sustain a Power 5 conference tournament, like maybe the ACC tournament in future years. I mean, it's just a travesty that hasn't happened. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I was actually talk, telling some people this past week, I remember when the ACC tournament was played at the old G-Brave Stadium and it was packed every night. It didn't matter who was playing. The, the, the fans showed up to support the tournament, not really whoever was playing. Obviously, there were Clemson people, but they supported whoever was playing in the tournament. And, I, you know, I know that there were some issues with people saying that there was a home, home field advantage for Clemson and all that. But they don't worry about that for basketball when they play the basketball tournament in Greensboro. So I would hope that this this park gets a tournament like that again. Uh, I think it would be great for the ACC because look, when the ACC tournament is played has been played anywhere else, it's not the same kind of atmosphere that they used to have in Greenville. So. I, I would hope eventually this stadium and this city gets to host that tournament again. Well, speaking of Clemson, I know you watched last night the 6-3 to three snooze fest up at Louisville. In the ACC tournament up there, nobody went to any of the games, it sounds like, yesterday. Uh, your thoughts on kind of the state of Clemson baseball with one game left to play up at Louisville at the ACC tournament Friday morning uh, against Virginia. What are you thinking now for the postseason from a Clemson perspective? Well, I mean, just a brutal finish to the season, right? I mean, they played so well early in the season uh, and did everything right for, you know, 40 games, and then it just seems like everything has just fallen apart this last last month of the season. And a lot of injuries. Obviously, the Williams injury hurts. <clears throat> there have been injuries in the bullpen, so that that has hurt the bullpen as well. I, I think you almost have to put Pat Crawl in the bullpen to try to help that unit out. But, I, you know, I... I mean, I think they're still an NCAA tournament team. I don't think they're going to host a regional. Mm. Uh, I, you know, I've been told that people, I'm crazy for saying that. People think I'm crazy for saying that, but I just, I, I, I just, I don't know that they deserve to host a regional the way they finished the season. And 
you know, I, I think Monty Lee has kind of done some things with smoke and mirrors since he's been the head coach. They still have some defensive issues. We saw those pop up last night. They still have some, some base running issues. We've seen that all season. And then the bullpen uh, has been has been a, a mystery the entire season. It, nothing has seemed to work in the bullpen, especially the last month or two so, or month and a half. So, you know, I think they're still an NCAA tournament team. I think they will go to the NCAA tournament. Maybe once they get to the tournament, they'll shake off whatever this funk that is that they've been in and get some guys back healthy a little bit and see what happens. But, you know, from what, 35-5, and five, I think, was the record uh, through the first 40 games to, to this finish. It's just been two two seasons, and this, this finish has just been brutal. Well, you hope they can find a way to turn it around. We'll see what happens Friday morning against Virginia. Talking with Daniel Shirley. Sticking with baseball, moving to the majors. Uh, Atlanta, 7-3 in its last 10 would be remiss if I at least didn't bring that up with you. And another walk-off win last night against the Pirates at around 2 o'clock in the morning. It's not pretty, but they're playing better baseball, just three games under five hundred right now. Right. And, you know, I think when Freddie Freeman got hurt, Roy, I think you could have had a funeral for Braves fans. I, <laughs> it was bad. Oh, the season's over. Let's trade everybody off. We're going we're gonna to be done. But you've seen Matt Adams come in and kind of, settle things down at that position and solidify things. They're still, they're still a 500 team at best. They've still got all the issues uh, that they have had throughout the season. But I think it feels like, you know, now, like you said, 7-3, and three, settling in a little bit. Dansby Swanson's playing better. You know, you're, you're finally you're getting guys into their roles. And I think you're going to see this team be a 500 team and probably second-best team in that division, which – isn't saying a whole lot in that division as bad as the other teams are, but I think you know if you told if you sold the fans at the start of the season, hey, you're going to be a 500 team, you're going to finish second in the division. Yeah, I think most of them would have said, hey, let's take it. That, that's a huge step forward for this franchise. No, no question. I, I hope that's how it ends up. I, I was saying earlier, I think all the Braves players should be wearing T-shirts underneath their jerseys that have the number 81 on there, signifying an 81 and 81 regular season, and what a triumphant year that would be. <laughs> Especially with Freddie Freeman out for ten weeks. I mean, think about that. If they if they're able to do that and be a five hundred team, and I think you're going to start to see some of the younger pitchers come up. I mean, if Cologne doesn't start to pitch better, I would say he's probably going to be released. You know, or because I don't know anybody's going to trade for him. And it, and at some point, if he's not going to pitch well, you're just holding guys back. So maybe a Lucas Sims comes up. Maybe some of these other guys come up. But it, you know, if you fi- if you're a five hundred team. And Freddie Freeman's out for 10 weeks. I, I, I think if you're a Braves fan, you just say, I'll take that every day of the week, and, and we'll move on to next year and start to see some of the younger talent come up. Yeah, Bartolo Colon now 44 years young, and ERA has been horrendous this year. It's probably not going to happen for him up much longer. I do want to ask you as well, the Clemson depth chart came out two days ago. Dabo Sweeney releasing his pre-summer depth chart, post-spring depth chart. Did anything kind of strike your fancy there that, that maybe surprised you or anything you're focused on as camp gets underway in August? Well, I think you got to look, for me, as you look at that defensive front and you say, you know, you could have had a four defensive front for as good as that defensive line is. I, Roy, I think that that defensive line could be the best defensive line they've ever had. And and I know that's saying a lot. I mean, you go back to the to the William Devane and, Pre, and Preach Perry days and you go – to the Chester McLaughlin and Brinson Buckner days, and I mean the defensive line the last couple of years. You know, I, I really do think with with those guys that they've got up front that that group could be the best defensive front they've ever had. And 
that's going to be fun to watch them terrorize quarterbacks this year, I think, for Clemson fans. So, and then, obviously, everybody looked at the quarterback situation and who's going to be the starter. And I know Kelly Bryant's listed as the starter. I think he's probably going to start the first game. But my son said today, he said, Dad, I, you know, I think one of those other guys is going to start at least one game or two games and maybe the starter by the end of the season. And I think he's right. I, I, I think it's going to be fine. I think they can win a lot of games with, with any of those, those quarterbacks because I think that defense is going to be that good. I think the line is going to be really good. I think the running game and the receivers are going to be really good. And you're just going to need a quarterback to just kind of learn to grow into that offense and not make mistakes. As long as they don't do that, I think they're going to be fine. All right, last question for you. We'll let you get back to covering uh, the Southern Conference Tournament over there at Floor Field. Speaking of quarterbacks, we're starting to already hear the hype, and you guys kind of pseudo-cover this program to begin with, so I think you're a good person to ask. We're hearing the hype already. Auburn, year two Kevin Steele, and Jared Stidham now the starting quarterback. I've seen a lot of preseason polls that have Auburn ranked right there with Clemson. I'm anticipating that game to be a top 10 matchup in week two. Does that make sense to you, and do you believe in Auburn this season? Well, I believed in them last year, and they blew up in my face. Well, I wouldn't say they blew up in my face, but they weren't what I was, what I thought they were going to be last year. So I, I do kind of believe in them. I kind of buy into them a little bit. I don't know about a top-10 team. Uh, I, I think they're probably top-15, top-20. Uh, you know, we'll see what he's going to be. I mean, he's played JUCO. We all know JUCO college football. That's not the same kind of defenses that you're going to see, and it's certainly not the same kind of defense he's going to see at, at Clemson coming up in that second game. So I, I, I do buy into them a little bit, but I don't know if I buy into them as a top-10. I think they're going to be a pretty good team. Maybe maybe second or third in the West with LSU and them kind of going back and forth. So I think you know as, as Auburn fans again, like we we're talking about with the Braves, if you see you got a new quarterback he comes in and you're second in the West, I think they would probably accept that going into the season. Great stuff, my friend. Uh, what's coming up at Macon.com the next couple of days? You guys covering the SoCon tournament and countdown is already on for college football as well. Yeah, we've got count. We've got our uh, Jason Butt, our UTA writer, has been breaking down the Georgia position by position. We're going to do season breakdowns. We're going to do position breakdowns. We're going to look at every every opponent that our teams have: Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia Southern, even Mercer. We're going to do all that. We're going to have all the schedules, everything coming up. Uh, we've got a, a full plan of, of summer football uh, coming up. You know, once you get in this time of year, it's about lists, right? It's a list of everything, and that's what we're going to be having coming up through the summer at Making.com. Yes, it is. Great stuff. Safe travels. Enjoy your time in Greenville this week, Daniel. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, guys. Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Making Telegraph, checking in. This time of year, it is all about lists. The watch list, where you got the watch list that covers all the other watch lists out there. Everybody's up for an award. Right? Everybody wants to pat themselves on the back. I, I love it. You see this all the time in the broadcasting industry or in uh, movies or songs, music, where everybody's, you know, the Billboard Music Awards, the MTV Video Awards, uh, what are they, the Grammys. Everybody's patting themselves about, oh, you're so great. You know, it's not enough for you to make $100 million a year. It's not enough for you to be a part of all these uh, you know, already award-winning films or albums we need to recognize ourselves that much more, and then we need to make an event out of it. It's so stupid and played out. Honestly, just it, it, it's embarrassing how we subject ourselves to this crap 24-7. I, I don't want to get on that tangent. 
Second hour continues. I got your calls. You want to talk with us, give us a buzz. 654-ROAR. Good stuff from Daniel. Your reaction to that. Back with much more uh, after this. When you've been in business almost 100 years, you've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees, people just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at harbinlumber.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be, well, like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. With its powerful technology, ZipRecruiter distributes your job everywhere it needs to be to find the right candidates. In fact, over 80% of jobs on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just one day. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, only ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Used by businesses of all sizes, ZipRecruiter offers the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. For your free trial, ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Roosters Men's Grooming Center believes a man deserves a space of his own when it comes to grooming. Roosters offers the charm and comfort of a classic American barbershop, but updated to accommodate the 21st century man. Our professional stylists and barbers will make sure you receive the customized barbershop experience through classic haircuts, shaves, and products that reaffirm what it means to look and feel great. Roosters at the Plaza on Pelham. Book your appointment today at 884-8920. Jacob Thompson, a U.S. Marine who just returned from combat to a civilian world. The brotherhood was gone. Nobody cared whether or not I went to work or not. Nobody, nobody was worried about it. It was just, it was basically all on me. Upstate Warrior Solution provides a bridge to civilian life for warriors and their families. Help us to help them. Donate or volunteer at upstatewarriorsolution.org. Memorial Day sale at Simmons Mattress Outlet is starting a week early so you can enjoy your holiday and still save on a new mattress. Beginning Friday, May 19th through Memorial Day weekend, save up to 50% on select Beautyrest and Serta mattresses. Take an extra 10% off our lowest sale price on every in-stock mattress, even those not on sale. And at Simmons Mattress Outlet, the box spring is still free. May 19th through the 29th at Simmons Mattress Outlet in Seneca. Located in the old Walmart across from Chick-fil-A. The best sound you'll hear this spring and summer is the sound of steak sizzling on your grill. Steaks from the Chopping Block. The Chopping Block only sells USDA prime beef, and Bruce guarantees what he sells. It's National Hamburger and National Barbecue Month, so stock up with steaks, chops, ribs, or pork loins from the Chopping Block. Grab a to-go meal or dine in for lunch with Bruce. The Chopping Block, Highway 81 in Powdersville, just south of 153, 220-5724. 
How would you like to win a free mattress? Well, during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day giveaway, 50 lucky winners will win a free mattress of up to $3,000 in retail value. Visit a participating mattress firm between May 19th and May 29th to enter for your chance to win your perfect mattress. So hurry in and don't miss Mattress Firm's Memorial Day giveaway. No purchase necessary ends 529-17. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 or older. For complete details, see the official rules at a participating store or at mattressfirm.com slash giveaway. Sponsored by Mattress Firm, Inc. Roy Philpott on WCCP. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. And now, back to Roy and Ben. You better, you better. It is somewhat annoying. The Southern Conference Baseball Tournament over at Floor Field. The ACC Tournament being played at Louisville Slugger Ballpark up in Louisville, Kentucky. Nobody is there. Nobody's in Louisville watching these games. When the Cardinals play, they'll they'll show up, certainly. Daniel was right. The old school attendance of the old Jeep Rave Stadium for the ACC tournament was off the charts. I don't know that it would be quite that if the ACC tournament returned to Greenville. But it would be better than the negative 17 people that were on hand last night to watch that contest. Right? So, I mean, it would be a lot better. Yeah, Even if Clemson wasn't involved, it would be a lot better. When it was in Durham last year, though, their attendance was not horrible. I mean, there were certain games that were bad, but um, it was was better than people think that it was. And when it was back, I I remember going to it at the old G-Brave Stadium here as well, but you didn't have anything on TV back then either. Right. I mean, there's a a lot of... there's, There's some other variables there. I don't think... As much as I would love for it to be a floor field, make it a hard ticket to get. It would be a hard ticket to get because it just—I don't think it seats enough people. Right. Good. But, but then I mean, when you reduce supply, uh, demand goes up. And Macroeconomics, baby. Yeah, there you go. I had 105 in that in that course uh, at Clemson. I, I would dominate macro and microeconomics. Dominated. But I mean, you can't have it in North Carolina. Can't have it in South Carolina because we all have moral issues here. There's no moral issues whatsoever in the state of Kentucky or the home of bourbon. <laughs> I mean, none. Six five four seven six two seven. Philip joins us next on the Northland Communication phone lines. Philip, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Very well. Good. Hey, I just had to call in real quickly. I was listening. I just caught the tail end of your uh, guy that you just had on before me. Yeah. Um, and and he was talking about Jarrett Stidham, and he made a comment that. All he had faced was JUCO defenses. Did I misunderstand that? I don't think so. I mean, we all know he played at Baylor for a little bit too. Well, he never he never played JUCO. He he all all he did was sit out last year. But when he played his his freshman year at Baylor, uh, after Matt uh, Seth Russell got hurt, he uh, he lit everybody up that he ever played against. When he played nine and, games at Baylor, and then he went out with an injury. Yeah, and then he. Yeah, he broke his ankle. Right, um, but he, but he, uh, he was playing superb football as a true freshman, and um, he, if he can stay healthy at Auburn, he he's gonna he's gonna be a terrific football player. Well, let's say this: by default, he's gonna be light years ahead of whatever we ever thought Jeremy Johnson was gonna be about, or John Franklin the third, and so he gives you a chance down on the plains uh, because. You, you just haven't had a quarterback there since Nick Marshall. That's been part of Gus Malzahn's undoing, is not having a quarterback to run his style of offense and then to even have a quarterback that has a high level of skill. So I, 
I love the addition of Stidham, and I, I think Auburn comes to Clemson in week two. I think they're inside the top ten of the national rankings, and I think a lot of people are talking upset that week. Well, I'm not saying that he's he's going to be as good, but he brings uh, some of the same qualities that Deshaun Watson brought to Clemson because he, he's, a, he's an excellent thrower, uh, but he, he's got really great feet and moves around well and can extend plays. And, um, and so I, I think he's going to be, be really terrific. Um, the other question I was going to ask you is, I was, you know, people call Clemson wide receiver you, but my gosh, I can't remember ever thinking that I've seen a college football team uh, like this coming years will be where they are likely going to be starting um, three players on the defensive line who who are going to be number one draft picks. Right. And and I, I don't think – I can't remember anybody that's ever done that before. And if, if they can stay healthy, my gosh, their, their defensive line could be um, historic. That's one of the things Daniel talked about. Philip, be safe out there. We appreciate the call, and we'll talk a little bit more about that offline. Thank you. I, I love the addition of Jared Stidham at, at Auburn. I, I'm wondering, minus Montrevious Adams, minus Carl Lawson, what that defense is going to look like under year two under Kevin Steele. Steele better have learned his lesson. He better understand to not put too much into his scheme so that it confuses his players on the field. That, that's what he did here. He's kind of been known for that. He stops the NFL. He's a condescending person to deal with. Never mind. I think he has learned his lesson. So his addition to that Auburn defense last year proved to be very fruitful, and and I suspect that continues. Let's see if he has figured out how to deal with mobile quarterbacks. Another story for another day. On the thought on Clemson's front four, I tend to agree with the assessment as we documented in this space 24 hours ago. Cleveland Farrell, assuming health, will be a first-round draft pick in 2018. Christian Wilkins, assuming health, will be a first-round draft pick in 2018. Both will be draft eligible after this coming season. I got some people sending me notes that Wilkins has no intentions of leaving after three years. I don't know about that, but he's going to be a first-round pick whenever he does leave. Dexter Lawrence, at 6'5", 340 pounds, is a first-round draft pick in 2019. So, Philip, the caller there, is a 1,000% right. If those players stay healthy, they're not injured, they will be selected probably not only in the first round, but I, I would argue amongst the top 15 selections in their respective drafts coming up in, in 2018 and 2019. I don't know if that's happened before or not. I mean, probably at Bama it, it has at some point in this recent mini-dynasty run. I don't think it's ever happened here. Until now. And again, if those guys stay healthy, this is going to be a ferocious front four. How interesting will it be to see Auburn and Clemson go toe-to-toe for the second consecutive year? Kevin Steele returns to Death Valley. Jared Stidham uh, in his first big-time game for Auburn here in Death Valley. Clemson's new quarterback against the Kevin Steele scheme. And yet again the entire planet is going to be talking about the potential for an upset. And I mean, for whatever reason, anytime these teams have played each other in this decade, every single time it's Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. And I think the same thing is going to be the case this year. I really believe that. 
And if you're a Clemson fan, it's a beautiful thing because Dabo gets to do all of his same stuff that he's done his entire coaching career here. Everybody's doubting us, circle the wagons, we're playing at home. And in the meantime, you know, Clemson's won the last three meetings with this team against Auburn and, and was very close to beating the Auburn program that actually won the national title in 2010 in their backyard. Had a 17-0 lead, blew it. It was Cam Newton. It was overtime and a weird penalty late that cost the Tigers. But still, you, you had a chance to, to run the table against these jokers. Doesn't mean this game is going to be easy. It's not. But I find it extremely compelling. Steele's return, Stidham starting, Clemson's quarterback minus Deshaun Watson, Clemson's defense, and the fact that Auburn is going to be talked about as a team that's now ready to contend once again in the SEC West and ready to go on the road and defeat the uh, defending national champions. That is a really, really interesting game in week two this year. Well, Roy, early in the year, you're always going to have those storylines of upsets because early in the season, it's still SEC versus ACC. Sure. And it's not until later in the season that you realize that that SEC tag doesn't really mean what it used to. Correct. So anytime, I mean, you know, the it doesn't mean what it what it the used SEC to. No, versus yeah. you know versus the New England Patriots in week two, <laughs> it's going to be now we're just getting carried away. I mean, I mean, you're going to have that. Does Auburn scare you? I have fear of the unknown boy. <laughs> <laughs> the classic fence sitter that you are. You, you avoided that question. I just, does Auburn scare you here? What scares me is the uncertainty at the unknown at quarterback at Clemson. Right. And the unknown at quarterback at Auburn well, right all now. All right. Well, let me ask you this. So Based, to answer your question, yes. Uh, okay, uh, yes. All yes. right, good. All right, now we're getting somewhere. But your memories last year of that game down at Jordan, not Jordan-Hare Stadium, it was 19-6 to in the fourth quarter. It looks as if Clemson has stoned an Auburn drive and then a penalty on Ben Bulware, personal foul out of bounds, kind of kept it going. They score. It becomes 19-13. to And then Auburn gets it back after Clemson elected not to kick a field goal and simply ran out of bounds on a very awkward sequence. And so Auburn gets a couple of chances for a Hail Mary in the end zone and, and you know, it's it's there. It was there right. for the taking from the Auburn side. I mean, what what was real in that game? The nineteen to six or Auburn throwing into the end zone for a chance to win it? Um, I think what was well, that's a I don't know, right? I, and I'm I'm not sure I know either because I think Auburn, what was I think what was real in that in that game was Auburn's defense and Clemson's offense not. Not struggle. I mean, still struggling. Not Mike Williams struggled heavily in that game. Yeah, he cost you three scores. Uh, also, being on the road certainly didn't help in that game. But uh, Auburn's defense was the real deal there. So I mean, I get I give them credit for it. And then Clemson did not play well the first half of the season last year. We yeah. we forget that kind of slugged through they, it. They they didn't right. So. I kind of expect that same kind of game this year. I, I, you know, I would too. I, I, it's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be extremely competitive. But if you were just to press me on it right now, I, I think the winner of that game probably scores less than 24 points in kind of a good old-fashioned slugfest. And, you know, Clemson's won some games against Auburn playing that way in the past, in this decade. Hour two in the books, hour three coming up. 
Broadcasting from the Blue Ridge Security Studios, keeping our home court safe. We are WCCP, Clemson Greenville, 1055. You really don't need a special reason or a special occasion to shop at Reed's Jewelers. Simply put, anytime you step into Reed's, the award-winning staff will be sure you leave with a smile and what you came for. From diamonds for her to watches for him, Reed's has it. And to help you with your purchase, ask the Reed's team about their extended payment plans. Jewelry is about relationships that last a lifetime with your loved one and with your jeweler. Reed's Jewelers, online at reeds.com. In Haywood Mall, next to Belk. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special. Get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch. Go Tigers! Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements. No one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you! And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. Hi, friends. Let me tell you about the the great story at Harry's Razors where Jeff and Andy, just two ordinary guys, were fed up with getting ripped off. You don't have to be ripped off anymore. Just start shaving with Harry's. They started their own company. I love this. By taking less of a profit, that means $2 a blade rather than $4 a blade. Wouldn't it be nice if we were able to cut most of our expenses in half? They've got a great deal going for you right now. Their starter sets. The set includes an ergonomic handle in the color of your choice. Five precision engineered blades with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. This entire month of shaving for just $15. Now, this is an everyday great deal, but I have a great special offer for fans of the show now. You can get this for even less. We partnered with Harry's.com to give you $5 off your first purchase with the promo code Mickey. So go to Harry's.com now, enter the code Mickey at checkout to claim your offer. That's Harry's.com. The code is Mickey. Don't wait. Get started with Harry's and Harry's.com today. You owe it to yourself to check out Purple Haze of Anderson in their brand new location. Voted the Upstate's best piercing studio, Purple Haze is now at 3448 Cinema Avenue in Anderson, next to Dazzlers and behind Grady's. Body jewelry, glassware, tapestries, incense, candles and posters, and award-winning piercing facilities and piercing professionals. Purple Haze, 3448 Cinema Avenue, Anderson, next to Dazzlers and behind Grady's. Look for a new Clemson location coming soon. Do you need LED tube, flood, high bay, or canopy lights? Crute LED will pass on Duke Power rebates up front with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Online at CruteLED.com or in person at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson, South Carolina. Looking for delicious and innovative food in downtown Clemson? The Blue Heron Restaurant and Sushi Bar is the answer. Fresh house-cut steaks and seafood and free-range poultry are just a few of the menu items that define the Blue Heron. 
and specials like Thursday's Burger and a Brew. Any one of our delicious burgers and domestic beer for $10. The finest steaks and fresh seafood at the Blue Heron, College Avenue, Clemson. Visit our website at blueheronfood.com.